Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers to get the answers you need. So subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM or go to www.simonesalmon.com. I was six months pregnant with my first son. And in my second apartment after leaving college, it was a beautiful apartment. It was in a limestone building in Brooklyn. Um, We were in a duplex uh, on the second floor. And I was living with my two best friends from college and in a romantic relationship with my on-again, off-again father of my child. So before I go any further, I need you to know this. Truth be told, I am a skeptic. And I've been all my life. But this is the story of the ghost in the window. And just remember as you listen that I was as skeptical as you are. This is one of several ghost stories that I'll share with you. Some of them stand out more than others. Some of them I probably don't remember at all. But this one I remember. And I even wrote about it in my first book. So, listen. Send me some voice messages if you have questions or if you have your own ghost story that you want to share. I want to hear it and I want to let others hear it too. I'm psychic medium Simone and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side. Episode 1, The Ghost in the Window. So if you're a skeptic like me, you question everything. And I have to tell you, throughout my entire life, I've, I've never been a person who just accepts what anyone ever tells me. Fortunately, both my children, both my sons have that same quality, much to my chagrin sometimes because they will argue me down. Oh my gosh. They will argue me down until they get their own point across, which is, you know, great because they have their own identity, their own independence, their own way of thinking, and they're not pushovers. They're not easily misled. For me, I have to experience it to believe it. I really have to be the one who experiences whatever it is that you're trying to convince me of for me to 
believe that what you're telling me is true. And so in my pursuit of trying to figure out the unknown and a lot of the things that have happened to me personally or things that I've heard about, I typically try to get my own experiential evidence to confirm or deny or dismiss what I do not know or what I don't know to be true. And that apartment in Brooklyn, I got a lot of experiential evidence about the unknown in that apartment. I didn't even ask for it. But I think because of my pregnancy, for some reason, I was able to see and hear things that I hadn't before. And it happened in my second pregnancy too, but that, that's a different story. I remember it was the evening because it was darker outside. I don't think it was late evening, but it was definitely the evening. The building that we lived in was really majestic. It was, it was a beautiful apartment building. Um, wooden floors, the craftsmanship of the wood that decorated the home was just, it was really spectacular. Leaf sconces and absolutely beautiful, elaborate, detailed moldings all around the doors and uh, edges of the ceilings, the ceilings throughout the entire apartment. We had wooden uh, window panels, wooden window shutters. And on the first floor of the duplex, in the middle of the floor, between the kitchen and the dining room was this huge I don't even know what you call it. It wasn't an armoire, but it was like a, it was a, a a pantry sort of, a wooden pantry with all these cupboards, you know, little uh, drawers that you could pull out and shelves on both sides. It was, it was beautiful. The detail, whoever the carpenter was for this apartment they were skilled because the detail was phenomenal. I love this apartment. So I had come home from work that evening and I came down the stairs from the duplex, the second floor, made a right past this cupboard thing that was in the middle of the floor. And... um Walk was walking toward the dining room, which when I'm facing the dining room, on the right of the dining room, there's a kitchen, a huge kitchen. And at the back of the dining room, there are these huge bay windows, just beautiful. And as I'm walking from the cupboard in the middle of the floor toward the dining room window, I see this thing floating in one of the bay windows. It was all white, dressed in all white, floating. 
Okay, I know what you're thinking right now. Is she, was she high? Was was she on something? No, I'm, remember I'm pregnant. Um, I don't do drugs. Never been on any psychotics. Uh, never had any sort of mental issues that I can think of. Here it is in front of me. This thing floating in the window. This I don't even know how to describe it. It was just there, and I'm looking at it, and I'm wondering. What the heck is that? What, you know, oh. she's looking at me, this woman, I, 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 you know, I managed to make out the details and it's a woman and she's dressed in all white. And I just stopped dead in my tracks, like in shock because she's floating. I mean, you can see her dress like blowing in some sort of wind and she's floating, looking at me. We'll be right back after the break. So I am terrified. I I have forgotten I'm pregnant. I I I don't realize what's going on around me anymore. My total focus is this woman dressed in white who is floating in the window and is staring at me. At the same time that this occurs I feel or sense someone go up the stairs behind me and I don't know if you've ever felt that if you know you've been in a room by yourself or a home or anywhere where um, you're kind of by yourself and all of a sudden you, you get the feeling that someone's behind you or you, you sense something behind you. But that's what I got. I I felt like there was something behind me. And so I turned around. And as I turn around, I see a figure in white turn the corner toward the stairs that lead up to the second floor. So I take a deep breath because I remember, oh, Tracy might be here. She may not be at work. She might be home. Tracy was one of my roommates from college. And so I, I calm down. I took a deep breath, like I said, I calm down. And I walk toward the stairwell because I'm now going to make sure that what I saw was Tracy going up the stairs. As I got to the bottom of the stairs, I yell up, Trace, Tracy, hey, Trace. No response, not a word, nothing back from Tracy. So I know she usually goes in her room and she closes the door. So look, maybe she doesn't hear me. I go up the stairs and I knock on her door just in case. She's not in the bathroom. I can physically see because the bathroom door is open. The other two rooms are unoccupied. I'm one of the house members and I'm not in my room. And I know Melanie's at work. She hasn't gotten home yet. So I knock on Tracy's door, you know, hoping that Tracy's there. Trace. Hey, Tracy. Nothing. Tracy's not home. So now I'm panicked. <laughs> because... Not only have I seen this woman floating in the window, but I also 
saw and felt someone going up the stairs. And this thing, person, was dressed in white. I go back downstairs. I call Tracy. She answers. She's not home. I'm in the apartment by myself. (sighs) So I don't think I told anyone at the time. Nothing else happened after that. I, when I came back downstairs, the woman in the window was gone. I stayed downstairs, I think, until someone came home. Um, nothing else happened that day. I, didn't, I never saw the woman in the window again. I still don't know what the figure in white was or who that was that went upstairs. But it really happened to me. Um... You know, other things happened in that house that I will share with you, but that particular occurrence is one that has remained with me throughout all these years. I remember that and I've I've told other people since I moved out of the apartment. You know, I wrote about it in my my book, Camille and the Bears of Beza, like I told you in the beginning. Originally that book was supposed to be about all the things, the hauntings that happened in that apartment, but it turned into something else. Um, so that, that's one of my ghost stories. And I want to tell you that they're real. It, it does happen. I, I don't know how I can't tell you the mechanics or how they, it happens, how it works. I don't know, but I've seen them. I've seen one or two, maybe more, and I'm completely sane. That's my first story. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Psychic Medium Simone. Thanks for listening in to today's show. If you're enjoying my stories, please subscribe to my podcast, Messages from the Other Side. And do remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reviews are really important for my survival in the podcast world. Also, I would genuinely appreciate your help with getting more listeners, so don't be shy with sharing my show with all of your friends and family. Tune in next week for episode two. I'll tell you all about the ghosts that scared the hell out of me, and I actually ended up calling the police for help. I'm psychic medium Simone, and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side.